SAFM. Prime time all day long. Let's move on to cricket. Stephen Cook, do you still get enjoyment and satisfaction from your sport? Good evening. Thanks for having me on. Um, yes, I do. I'm passionate about cricket and, uh, yeah, I, uh, I love it a bit even though you know, the playing days are well behind me. When you listen to Orazio talking about pushing the body, do, do you remember those days? Yeah, I certainly do, especially we're towards the back end of the career where the body didn't bounce back after a long day in the field quite as well. Mm. Um, yeah, you sort of uh, look at yourself in the mirror and say, uh, do I still want this? So, yeah, I can certainly uh, certainly um, um, you know, share the sentiments of, of, of those tough days. You know, uh, absolutely right that you know, the, the hard work and dedication to get to the top uh, certainly has its uh, sacrifices and uh yeah, the the, uh, the downside along the way. Yeah, I, I'm just thinking now. I, I'm, I realize I'm getting old when I've seen two generations of cooks have their careers. <laughs> it's it's it suddenly made me real feel really old. It's yeah, I know. Uh, don't 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 worry. I, I feel old too. Don't <laughs> worry. Uh, when uh, when uh, you know uh, you see guys who you played against and their sons are now coming through. You know, <laughs> back into my career, face young Tundra and Tini, and you know, yes. he to play against his dad and. You know, also, yeah, so uh, I suppose uh, the game and life waits for no one. So, yeah, you've got to forge ahead. Let's start at the beginning. Being Jimmy Cook's son, were you inevitably going to be a cricketer? Um, yeah, it's, I suppose it's strange. I always grew up. Second home was on the on the side of the Wanderers, you know, watching Dad play and the Mean Machine and all of that. Um, and if someone had sort of given me the real odds, given me the real numbers, what are the odds of me going on to, to be a professional cricketer? Mm. Um no wonder everyone would have laughed at me. But, yeah, I, I was pretty single-minded. I was going to follow in Dad's footsteps. And, uh, yeah, I feel very blessed that I, I got to have a career in the game that I did. And, I mean, you, 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 you were a Lions man through and through, weren't you? 100%, yeah. I know. Uh, stayed, at the, stayed at the Wonders my whole career, start to the end. And, mm. uh, yeah, like I said, it really, it really was my second home. Uh, spent, spent a lot of time there as a youngster and uh, all the way through my career. So, yeah, very fond memories of the Wonders. Uh, toughing it out there in the in the bull ring, which I mean, as as anyone listening today, you know, would attest, I'm sure they've uh, seen and witnessed uh, just the atmosphere that can be created there. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was uh, it was it was very infectious. I do find it sad now the first class cricket, and it's on the go now. Starts on a Monday, ends on a Thursday. Were you in your career when you were doing those first class matches, and there's five guys and the drinks guy, maybe? What was what's it like? Yeah, I mean. You obviously want to play in in, in front of crowds, and mm. you, you want people. You get that energy from it. I mean, um, and in the few Test matches that I played, I mean, especially in Australia, where you know, they get some fantastic <laughs> crowds. Play uh, you to play you know a Test match in front of forty thousand at Adelaide Oval, or Pink Test. You know that that's just a completely different ball game. Um, but you know, I, I, you know the, the one thing about the red ball cricket is there's just such an inherent challenge. So yes, the crowds aren't there, and you know as you say, it's sometimes played Monday to Thursday and. Um, but there is a real test and a real sense of achievement, and there, there, there has been a move towards, you know, I mean, it used to be televised uh, mm-hmm. many years ago, but I see even now in, in England and Australia, they, they're sort of bringing it up to modern technology, there's a bit of streaming of it, so, you know, you can follow it, and um, I certainly would like to see us in South Africa follow suit, you know, so, mm-hmm. I mean, it is a bit of a diehard fan who's going to probably uh, log on and watch, but uh, it'd be good to, to sort of reward those guys' performances, because there are guys who... You know, maybe aren't T20 specialists um, who don't get the credit they deserve purely because they they're not putting those performances on on TV. Um, you know, young Keegan Peterson for one at the moment. You know, putting in some superb performances over the last two or three seasons, but you know, often 
isn't seen because, uh, you know, the, there's obviously no te- television on those games. Mm. All right, let's talk about you for a little while. 20, 18th of January, started your test career, which isn't too bad. Go on and score a, a century. That's not a bad way to start. Yeah, I, I mean, I was, I was very, very blessed to, to be able to represent my country. I mean, mm. it was a it was a lifelong dream, and you know, to to get that call up to play for South Africa was was obviously fantastic. And uh, um, you know, I was I was happy just for the one test, and it obviously went off a lot better than than I could have even dreamt of. And uh, but I mean, that 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 nature of us as humans, you know, that never satisfied. You know, once I had that taste, I just wanted more and more. And mm. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, t- test cricket is not called test cricket for for nothing. It, uh, it certainly challenged me, and uh, I started at a fairly mature age in terms of my career. Yes. career so that helped me. But um, yeah, it, 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 it didn't last as long as maybe I would have liked. Um, uh, but but hey, it was uh, it was a fantastic experience, and uh, yeah, something that will always stay with me. First South African to face a pink ball in a day night test match. That's on the record. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, it was a hang of an experience and uh, yeah, certainly one of those moments where I think when I look back at my career, maybe when we were all old and grey, you know, you sort of have that sense of achievement, sense of pride in having done that. Uh, uh, forward to the way where the pink ball cricket becomes a little bit more uh, of, a, of a regular thing, I think it remains to be seen. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it certainly was an experience. It was it wasn't easy? Uh, Mitchell Stark running in there with a with a ball that sort of <laughs> that you can't quite glow, see. Glow, it was a bit, of a, a bit of a glow in the dark sort of ball. But uh, anyway, it's, uh, yeah, we got to do it right. You know that your dad faced the first white ball in One Day Internationals for South Africa. Yeah, he did. He walked out there at Eden Gardens just after our readmission. So yeah, between us, we uh, we almost did the the, the full set. Uh, he didn't do the first. Uh, he didn't play in the first test. So, Otherwise, we, we would have really uh, been able to do the whole fit between us. <laughs> and then, first ever batsman to score a test century in the third innings of a day-night test match. It's it's a stat. You're going to deal with it. Are you are you are you a stats yeah. man, Stephen Cook? Yeah, oh, uh, stats man. You know, early on in my career, I really was. Uh, I used to watch the averages, and you know, and I remember Adam Bucker saying to me one day, Stephen, when it comes to the end of your career, you're not going to remember. It's not going to be about the numbers. It's going to be about the relationships. It's going to be about the stories and the memories. And I remember thinking, no, this guy's cooked, um, you know, but uh, he was right. Um, I certainly, I mean, yes, you know your stats, basically, and I'm, 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 I'm a keen follower of the game. So, you know, I know my stats fairly well, but it's, it's certainly a lot more about the stories and the memories for me, you know. There's a lot of performances and matches that, that sort of drift into the, the background. Um, but those memories and the people that I played with, that, that, that stands first, uh, first and foremost in my mind. You know what I find interesting about cricketers? There's so much cricket, so many balls that you're bold. But a cricketer will always remember like what the light was like and what the time was when a certain <laughs> incident happened. Do you guys write things down? How, what is the memory process? Yeah, it, it, it is strange. You know, especially you know, many years down the line, there'll be certain matches you'll remember with incredible detail. Mm. Um, and there, and there, like I said, there's there's others that I can't remember. You know, some will say, "Oh, I watched you play here, and you did this," and I'll be like, "I don't even remember being at that ground." But uh, you know, there will be in uh, in some uh, in some archive that uh, that you were there and you got however many runs um, on that day. But uh, you know, there certainly will be some moments that are obviously especially in your mind mm. things that you that you really remember you know and I think I, th- I think that's what the fan lives for you know to to say I was there I watched when that moment happened you know when a Jacques Callis got, uh, got his double hundred or when Roboto got his hat trick or you know whatever the case is you know you, you say I was there you know I remember mm. that mm. You know, so yeah what was it 3-8 was it 3-8-4 game 3-4-8 game 
that's I mean that's that's the one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely, it's a wondrously. I mean, that's uh, you know, it certainly gets replayed enough times. Uh, <laughs> yes. you know, just to refresh your just to refresh your memory in case you forgot that we won that one. <laughs> uh, so, so then, tell us about the three hundred and ninety. Yeah, three hundred and ninety. Um, sure, it was. Uh, I always call it uh, a sort of bizarre two days out in the sun. Um, yeah, it it, it it followed off the back of actually fielding for a day and a half. Sure. Uh, actual Prince got a fantastic hundred and fifty, smashed us all around the park, and had to go back just before close on day two. And two days later, I walked off with three hundred and ninety. Um, Everything worked in my in my in my just just for me that day. I mean, I was purely in the bubble, and uh, yeah, it's 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 actually one of those innings. It's hard to remember the details of it. You were so in the zone and doing it. So yeah, obviously a a nice moment and a nice record to have, and certainly a record. I hope someone goes and beats one day. You know, I'm not one to say I want to hold this record. Yeah. Um. Yeah. to me on that day, it wasn't so much about the South African record. It was actually getting past Dad's highest score. You know, uh, my old man at 313 is his highest score, which, you know, growing up a little kid, you, you could ever be Dad's score. I mean, yeah. Dad was a legend. Right. Um, so, yeah, to actually get past his score was actually the main one. After that, it was just, uh, you know, nice extras. <laughs> do you remember how you went out? I do. I can remember. Johan Boerta, LBW, second ball after T on day four. I can remember it like it was yesterday. You see, you see what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> Yeah, you see, no, exactly. But 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 ask me about the game before. I couldn't even tell you who we played again. <laughs> it must have been it must have been one of the flattest patch, pitches on earth. Tommy Tolakili scoring 141 as well. Uh, was so and and as you said, 154 to Ashwell Prince as well. It must have been such a great batting pitch. No, it was a, it, it was a really good wicket. I mean, uh, both teams actually had really good bowling lineups. That was the thing, you know. Yeah. Often people say, "Oh, so you can imagine what the bowling attack was like." I mean, both bowling attacks were actually really good. Uh, there were about sort of I think six or seven internationals between the two teams. So uh, in, the, in the bowling lineup, so yeah, so certainly was a good wicket. Yeah, let's throw that in there. Uh, Mackay and Tini, Tsutsobe, uh, Colin Ingram was in there as well, and obviously Boatu got your wicket. So he must be one of the best bowlers in the yeah. world ever, ever. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Stephen Cook, what are you doing today or these days? Yeah, uh, these days, yeah, so post, post-cricket, cricket cricket days are done. Um, and uh, I'm actually working for FASACA, South Cricketers Association, okay. um, in their uh, cricket operations and play engagement. Um, yeah, something that was always passionate to me, I, I was always passionate about while I played. I mean, I, I was on the Exco uh, for about six or seven years while I played. Um, and obviously just, you know, trying to look after the interests of the players who play the game. I mean, in my opinion, the most important stakeholder. Um, and, I mean, it sounds virtuous, but, you know, it is getting back a little bit to the to the game that gave so much to me. And there were people in the position I'm in now who did a lot for me in my career and enabled me to, you know, live my dream and not have to worry about, you know, uh, the rands and cents or, you know, the off-field stuff. And there was someone looking after it for me. So... Uh, in, a, in a way, you know, trying to trying to pay that forward a little bit and, and, and be there for this generation of cricketers and, and help guide them and direct them through some you know, pretty choppy waters, to be honest. And yeah, uh, yeah thoroughly enjoying it. Um, I uh, I obviously studied law uh, through my career, career, so using that somewhat. I mean, it's obviously a lot of sort of labour law and contracts and all of that sort of stuff. So yeah, thoroughly enjoying that. And uh, yeah, I just try to learn and be a sponge. Uh, you get so absorbed in your playing career with the actual playing. Um, that's, that, that some of those skills are transferable uh, to life after cricket, but there's a lot that you still have to pick up. So, you know, luckily that I've got, 
you know, great people like an Andrew Burtsky and, and, mm-hmm. and those sort of guys at Tacker who have a lot of, uh, I mean, Tony Irish before him, who a lot of information to share and uh, helping me to build my, my sort of off-field knowledge. I don't want to go too deep into it. Just briefly, the, the tough situation the cricket South Africa is going through, is that going to get sorted out sooner rather than later? Yeah, it's, uh, it, 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 it's, it's just a very sad situation. I mean, every, every day, you know, you sort of uh, you open the newspaper and it's, uh, well, what's happened next? You know, it's, it's just very sad for, for, for the fans, for the players. Um, you know, and you, you want it's a, it's a game that it's a game that we love, and you don't want that game to be to be hurt and tarnished. Mm. And uh, you know, uh, yeah, that, that that's I suppose really where my point is, and and I'm behind the players big time. That's that, that's my main thing. So, you know, just want to see the game sorted out, make it financially healthy, make it something that kids from all over aspire to. Um, you know, have that dream of of playing for South Africa and being able to do what I did. So, yeah, it's, it's obviously sad when, when cricket's in the, in the news for the wrong reasons. Mm. We, wanted it, we wanted it in the news. It's great when cricket's in the news, but it must be there for the right reasons. That must be Lungi and Gidi taking a fife at the Wanderers. That must be why it's in the, in the news, not, not because of, you know, corporate governance or financial or whatever issues are, are, are the issue of the day. Stephen Cook, great talking to you. Thanks very much for joining us. Ah, pleasure. It's been great, uh, great being with on your show. Former Protea player Stephen Cook joining us here on Sport Tracks.